Welcome to another brand new episode of the world famous award winning BTB podcast. Yes, if you haven't heard, we are back being a top 10 podcast. That is a huge, a fucking huge feat. Okay. And this is always 100% professional podcasting. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, aka the Wash Lord, aka the Korean John Cusack, aka the Korean Liam Neeson. And also for my Korean listeners over in the motherland, I am known as Odesu. Yo, yo, what's good, everyone? This show is produced by none other than the award-winning dynamic duo, the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis and Mr. Jordan Winter, the absolute best podcast producers in the game. And people, this is the Weekend Wrap-Up. Holy shit, what a fucking roller coaster weekend, and I'm not even talking about the dips. Your boy, the Korean Alex Caruso, headed up the coast this weekend to a nice little private RV park to hang with my family, plus one. Um, London brought his best friend, so I wasn't just watching three young kids. Me and my wife were watching four young kids, okay? The Yang Gang vehicle held us down. Of course it did, right? Uh, the weather wasn't the best, but it definitely wasn't the worst. And by the way, I'm not complaining, okay? I was able to order Postmates to our RV. It's the first time. I always talked about doing it, but I never have. And I thought that was pretty badass, okay? By the way, shout out to my boy, Ben Trin at Postmates. He's a Bay Area cat, loves his Bay Area teams, Fuck the barrier teens, but I fuck with him. I fuck with Postmates, okay? Now, I don't know why. Maybe, no, I do know why. No, actually, I don't know why. I, I wonder, why are you trying me now? You know, I just, I don't get it. But you know what? A lot of new jacks try to come for me, right? They try to take down the king. But because I got them diamond hands, right? I cut these fools open like a brand new pack of prosciutto. You know, the good kind that you get at motherfucking Bristol Farms. They probably don't have Bristol Farms where the fuck you are. Anyways, it's like a really little ritzy type fancy supermarket. Anyways, fuck you. Look at my TikTok Dogecoin video that went viral, right? Got over 1.7 million views. Had all the opinions in the world. I had motherfuckers coming out the woodworks. Left, right, north, south. Motherfucking from Egypt. People talking shit. Wall Street, of course. Listen, you dumb fucks. All right. For you people are like, oh, you fuck the dumbass doesn't even fucking know this is an exchange. In regards to my TikTok Dogecoin video with the dude trading all the fucking coins, you got, this isn't a single person. This isn't, this is that, this is, this, shut the fuck up, okay? That actual wallet was not an exchange, okay? All right, dipshits, it wasn't. That was 100% an individual account who was dumping fucking coins. He was a whale, right? And why do I know? Because I've done my research. 
right? It's just like I said, I knew shit wasn't going to tank unless we hit a dollar, all right? And we didn't hit the dollar. I thought we would, all right? And I'll get into that in a second. But my definition of tanking isn't what these rookies, dumb fucks, definition of tanking is, okay? Tanking to me would mean that Dogecoin would go back to 20 cents, okay? Doge, when everyone's fucking panic selling, dropped to 45 cents, all right? Somewhere around there. And then it jumped back up into the 50s and it's been dancing in the mid, mid to high 50s and low 60s all yesterday, all Sunday long. As of the recording of this show, Dogecoin is sitting pretty, right? We're all good, right? What you slow motherfuckers don't understand is that ever since this podcast went into the top 10, it set off all types of alarms and alerts to the other top podcasters out there, okay? This is the business category, aka the toughest category to be in if you have a podcast. Why did Jordan and Miles choose me to be in this category? I'll never know, you motherfuckers. But guess what? Your boy hit number eight in the overall business space, okay? And then your boy hit number one in the entrepreneurship category, okay? And for the first time in over a year, Behind the Baller podcast broke back in to the top 200 big boy charts, right? There are over 2.1 million podcasts in the iOS system, right? And BTB peaked at position 132. Do you have any idea what kind of monsters I'm going against? Okay. Okay. Well, let me tell you, listen, what does this all mean, right? right? The guys in the top 10 business category spend a shit ton on marketing dollars, all right? What is a shit ton? Well, let me tell you. The top three position holders usually spend at least, at least up to a million dollars, okay, a year to promote their podcasts. That's billboards, shout outs, mentions, digital ads, all that shit, okay? They spend a fucking up to at least a million dollars to be up there, right? That's that fucking, uh, I forgot the fucking dude's name, it's fuck him anyway, okay? How much has Behind the Baller spent on marketing? It's a good question. This year, we probably spent less than a thousand Dogecoins, all right? Okay, so what is your point, Ben? I'm getting there, you fuck faces, okay? Do you guys have somewhere to go? No, that's what I thought. Okay, I have your attention. Okay, the biggest business people from Forbes to CNBC to Fortune to Wall Street Journal and just all those gigantic fucking business media outlets and fucking businesses, period. They pay attention to those top charts, okay? When they see a guy in the top 10 who some or most that know me know that I'm known for jewelry, when they see me break into the top 10, different type of shit happens, okay? You know Billy, founder of Dogecoin? Guess what? He had fucking Netflix producers hitting him up, all kinds of people. He's like, God damn, look at the doors you open and everything. By the way, I got Billy verified, okay? He has a blue check next to his name. When I started following him, he was in the 7,000 motherfuckers, almost got 200,000 followers now, okay? And he's the nicest fucking guy. By the way, I hope you heard that fucking episode because it fucking smashed. Anyways, emails are being sent to me. A lot of chit-chat is going on by these heavy hitter business guys, okay? In the last 72 hours, shit has gone crazy. 
and I've spoken to almost every single person who is involved in Dogecoin or is huge in Dogecoin, okay? Meaning the intel that I got on Dogecoin is better than 98% of those who hold a shit ton of coins, okay? It's actually better than almost probably 100% of everyone listening to this podcast, so pay attention, all right? Robinhood has around 40 billion coins, which is over $20 billion in US dollars, okay? I told you guys that if fools panic sell, right, if they sold and they're fucking worried about shit and they tried to get out, I said this on my last episode, that Robinhood would fake break the app. All of a sudden, Robinhood would just be, oh shit, guess what? The app is broken. It doesn't work. And then guess what happened? Guess what happened when those paper hand pussy bitch motherfuckers tried to sell their Dogecoin? They saw that a sell button was removed, okay? Now, at the same time, you couldn't buy the dip either, right? So thank God I got the fuck off Robinhood. Now, someone like Diamond Hand motherfucking Paul Jamil, Diamond Hands Paul Jamil, one of my best friends, he's fucking holding. He's in Robinhood. He's like, fuck it. When I sell, I sell. I'm going to jump into fucking crypto app with you and Binance and all that shit. Now, listen, fuck Vlad and fuck whoever actually runs Robinhood, right? But a lot of people have tried to tell me what they think and I've told all of them to eat my dick sideways, okay? So off that fucking TikTok viral video, some dude who's trying to be fucking baller busters and shit and whatever else, he's a Wall Street financial advisor. He is a Persian dude from New York City who travels a lot and everything else. His name is Nima. He tried to come for your boy, all right? Nima made a video, he made a stitch video, right, didn't do a duet, made a stitch video on TikTok, if you don't know what the fuck that is, then find out what the fuck it is, all right, he's got 400 something thousand followers on TikTok, okay, he low-key tried to shit on me, he did it low-key, tried to do it with a little bit of class, right, but he got me when I had time, okay, like, he didn't get me in the fucking factory, you know, doing a final rhodium, polishing some jewels up and shit like that, whatever, talking to my fucking financial advisor, doing something important, recording the show. He got me at a good time, all right? The kids were finishing up a test on Friday. I was packed and ready to go for RV trip. My wife was packing up the kids' stuff. So I said, oh, really? Okay, all right, Nima. Okay, okay, Coast Cash Mother Jende. All right. By the way, that's Farsi slang, right? I'm sorry, Farsi curse words. I made a video on TikTok with green screen, right? I green screened a live shot of one of my bank accounts. Just one, right? I got seven. One of my bank accounts. And then I also did a live screenshot of my cold wallet and the crypto holdings that were in there. Wasn't even everything in there. Just, you know, a little taste, right? I said, hey, bro, in the video, I was like, hey, man, check this out. That actually wasn't an exchange. It actually wasn't. It wasn't Robinhood. It wasn't Binance. Okay? Here's why. All right? FYI, allegedly, from very good intel, one of my boys with Elon this entire weekend, right, told me that Elon owns over a billion Dogecoins. And that's not really far-fetched. I believe it. He's a smart businessman. Why wouldn't he? Right? Okay? And so does Mark Cuban. Right? That's very believable. Right? It was a couple billion coins. Right? Um, so that account having 2 billion coins, it really isn't that far-fetched, okay? But no exchange, well, no decent exchange is only going to have $532 million in it, okay? All right? Sorry. 
Binance has well over 10 million coins. Right? And some of these top Doge holders are guys who mined them. Okay, They've been dumping heavy for weeks. And look at this is what's beautiful. All right, you're like, what's your point, Ben? What's so beautiful about this? I'm about to tell you, motherfuckers. I knew that these paper hand cocksuckers were gonna panic sell. All right, and since Robinhood holds the most Doge coins, I knew that they would fuck fools up. So look, once the whales got rid of all their coins elsewhere, guess what? The dip wasn't that severe. In fact, it was not a tank by any means, okay? Now, let me explain in some sort of metaphor and let me like, like let me, I'm trying to articulate this, okay? For you people watch basketball, right? You guys are Michael Jordan fans. Some of you young motherfuckers aren't. I don't know how young this audience is exactly yet, but look, imagine telling or saying to the 96 Bulls, okay? Imagine telling the 96 Chicago Bulls who won the chip that year and had the best fucking record. I don't want to hear about the Golden State record. That's just bullshit, right? Imagine on one of those 10 losses out of those 82 games, imagine going to out of one of those 10 losses that they lost and say, hey man, um, you guys got fucking killed. Like imagine a hater saying, yo man, y'all got fucking crushed. What the fuck, yo? Yo, what's good now, fam? You got killed. Could you imagine saying that shit? In a game where the Bulls lost like seven points, losing by seven points ain't shit. Oh, you win, you lost. No, motherfucker, but they won the championship. They got the ring, okay? Do you guys get what I'm trying to say? Seven points, bro? That ain't shit. Teams have scored seven points in 10 seconds before. You're still in the game. Fuck out of here. People are looking at the market cap all wrong. This weekend, Doge reached $90 billion dollars in market cap, okay, making them the fucking third most valuable fucking crypto coin, all right, that's a quarter of Ethereum, which by the way, Ethereum went absolutely ape shit. it went insane, all right, I'm up 1.8 million dollars in profit currently off Ethereum, yes, I always talk about YG the rapper from Compton, but you know what, I made my boy 75 bands profit, all right, and he only got in barely like six weeks ago, okay? So the people who keep saying, oh, uh, you know that 11 wallets total currently control the majority of Dogecoin. So what, dummies? 90% of those wallets are fucking exchanges, you dunces. You don't understand. That's actually a great thing, okay, idiots? Like, Jesus Christ, how do you not understand that Doge is doing things that nobody has ever seen done in the crypto space, okay? It has already outperformed every single coin out there by almost 10,000%. You guys are trying to tell people, oh man, what's a use for? What's a good, motherfucker, what do you fucking use, what do you use Litecoin for? What do you, motherfucker, you're using it for an investment, aren't you? You're trying to say, oh, you know, I could use it to buy this. Shut the fuck up. You know what the fuck you're talking about? How many motherfuckers actually have some Bitcoin? And for those who do, Bitcoin is the Hermes Birkin of cryptocurrency. Okay, I get that. That's cool. It's limited. Great. And I had, I had a lot too. But I'm just letting you know, it's not what Doge is doing. All right? And people could go into bad. Oh, you know how bad it is to fucking mine Bitcoin? Da, 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 electricity. Man, shut the fuck up. All right? 
It's fucking, you, know, you see how bad fucking straws were? And everyone's saying, oh man, you know, we're going to paper straws. Think about the dolphins and think about the fucking ocean. Shut the fuck up. You obviously saw that shit was fucking cap. All right. Speaking of cap, Tesla's market cap is above GM's. And people are like fucking mind blown. Like, what the fuck? Tesla has beat GM. But do you want to know why they beat GM? Okay. Because of Elon. Simple and plain. All right. The cult following behind him, right, that's following Elon, is the same vibration that is happening with Doge. Doge is a community. Okay. We are strong than a motherfucker. Doge is the real people's coin. Yes, there is an infinite supply. Who gives a fuck? But in a similar way, so is bottled water, right? You can get bottled water fucking anywhere. In the areas that you can't get bottled water, guess what? It's similar to the areas where you can't buy or mine cryptocurrency, okay? Do not ever underestimate Doge, okay? I held. I didn't sell. Now, is there long-term, you know, uh, possibilities and future in, in Doge? There absolutely is. Okay. Can it break $2? Why not? Tell me why I can't. People say, oh, market. Man, shut the fuck up. You have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. I've had extensive, I spent fucking nine fucking hours, not text, on phone calls and fucking Zoom calls on my phone. Literally didn't get my sleep or relaxation. Fuck that. I was so fucking intrigued. I had calls with fucking developers People who have fucking are billionaires in the space and then would doubted me before said, fuck it, I'll buy in and bought in at 25 cents, whatever. And some of these guys sold. I'm not mad at that shit. Okay. Look, I could have made 800,000 profit this weekend. Fuck it. I hodled. Just understand you can't use any textbook shit to predict what's going on here. In the crypto space, in the Doge space, right? Just try to imagine a track and field race, right? For those of you who watch track and field, right? By the way, DK Metcalf, man, shout out to DK Metcalf, and that was a sidebar. Imagine a track and field race, okay? Let's say in the 400 meters, that's one evolution. That's I'm sorry, one revolution around a track. It's one once around a track, right? Now imagine that race is going on. And the guy who wins the race has one leg. Guess what? That's fucking Dogecoin. Okay? So you can't predict what the fuck is going on. I don't want to hear about Shiba Coin. I don't give a fuck if the crypto act picked it up. Don't talk about Elongate with me. Definitely don't talk about Safeman with me. There's a billion fucking altcoins out there. As you heard in the last episode with Billy Marcus. He fucking began coding on the coin, on Dogecoin, December 9th, 2020. All right? Okay? Motherfucker, that coin was around before fucking Bitcoin. This shit was out there. Boom. He was fucking around with the coin. Yeah, you know, 2013. Boom. But what I'm getting at is this motherfucker has been around a long time. All these new Richard Mill type motherfuckers, they ain't Richard Mills, man. These are like some straight up like fucking Joe Rodeo watches. It's just, y'all don't get it, okay? The dog, the horse, the human with one leg is winning right now, okay? Just know that a dip is a discount. So believe 
and Hodel. Yo, Miles, what's up, bro? Hit me off with some of that good Lakey Lake, and let's cut to a commercial break. Brush, floss, chew gum, Quip has you covered. Gum is something people chew as a way to relieve stress, to curb appetites, and most importantly, freshen their breath. But many people don't realize that gum can also be an integral part of a healthy oral care routine. We all chew gum, but not all gum is created equal. Luckily, the oral care experts at Quip have made a gum that stands out from the pack. Quip gum can help prevent cavities and freshen breath when chewed for 20 minutes after eating. It's sugar-free, tooth-friendly, and has zero calories. Add a gum refill plan for a gift that keeps on giving all year round. Quip's customizable subscription lets you chew and share at your own pace. Plus, the more you buy, the more you save with bulk discounts on extra gum packs. It's not a substitute for brushing and flossing, but this is a great support for your oral health. Pair it with a Quip electric toothbrush for adults and kids, refillable floss, and more great products to be happy and healthy. They say the teeth are a window into your well-being. In addition to gum packs, Quip also delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the misery of in-store shopping. Spread good oral health habits and join the over 5 million mouths already using Quip. Get chewing for less than $2 per gum pack with a free dispenser included. That's a free dispenser at getquip.com slash baller. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash baller. Quip, the good habits company and proud sponsor of Behind the Baller podcast. Yo, did any of you guys actually watch Saturday Night Live? It, it was pretty bad. All right. Like, that dude, Kid Leroy, like, I fuck with dude. You know what I mean? I just found out about him recently. Whatever, cool. He looks like a fucking, uh, he looks like a dorkier version of Justin Bieber. I mean, he's cool. You know, he's, he's killing it, whatever. And good, let him have his little fucking, you know, swag, whatever, bro. But, bro, at the end of the day, like, really, nobody knew who the fuck you were on that show. And, again, I don't get a fuck offended. You know what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers don't know who I am. And it's a different thing. I know you're a good kid and whatever. But I got to say, I can't stand Miley Cyrus. I don't fuck with Miley Cyrus. never have. It's so fucking funny. She could fucking, you know, try to fucking be one thing and then jump back and be comfortable being white again. I don't fucking fuck her music. She's just, I don't know, man. I can't rock with old girl at all whatsoever. But I must say this first. Saturday Night Live has been shitty. Okay? That shit has been ass. It's been trash for years. Okay? That show actually sucks. Nobody on there is funny. Right? Nobody on there is, and no one looks forward to that motherfucking show. And they have a big fucking guest. Cool. That Cuddy shit was big. And there's some funny shit on there. Okay. But 
the show has been trash for many years. So with that being said, Elon Musk held his fucking own. Okay, he's fucking shocked that he has Asperger's. For those of you who don't know, that is a form of autism. It is when you're very high on the spectrum, you don't make eye contact. There's a couple different things. You don't have a lot of emotion. The laughs are kind of fake. You don't really cry. It's a weird thing, you know, and it makes a lot of sense, tell you the truth, okay? And I think there's a lot more people that I know, very successful celebrity people that, are, that have Asperger's, right? Some of them may not even know they fucking have it, okay? But listen, Elon held his own. For not being an actor, not what I know he speaks and all this shit, I can't imagine how hard he had to practice and rehearse. And I'm not on his dick or nothing. I'm just saying, but he low-key crushed that show. All right, that Wario bit was fucking having me in peace. That shit, I, he was all right, man. That, that you know, the um, the Gen Z fucking skit that made me want to vomit. Like I just fuck, cause in a way, you know, they tried to translate that shit like how people sound. It's just it was fucked up, and the, but the, they made it so cringe. Okay, now what I don't understand is why Vegas odd makers had prop bets to whether Elon was going to mention Dogecoin or not, or Elon was going to do a skit about Dogecoin, like. The fucking script to the Doge father to that bit leaked like three days before it aired, like on TikTok. Like, who, what? Man, somebody's. I just wish I could take advantage of people sometimes. And I used to always say, man, fuck it, take advantage. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was my creed in life. You know, they say, hey, don't ever kick a man when he's down. I, I'd say, when the fuck is a better time to kick him? Right? I, I just live by a different creed. Now, anyways, I thought that we could have hit a dollar. Because our momentum was crazy this past weekend, all right? Once we broke 75 cents, right? I was like, oh, shit. We about to hit a motherfucking dollar. I, I really believed my own hype, you know what I'm saying? But again, remember, Doge is not a hype. Doge is a community. Shit is very real, okay? But again, we didn't break a dollar, and I still held. Some of my real close homies who I talk to all the time, they hit me up about that shit. They got rid of it. Cool, good for them, man. You know, I'm in. Now, Elon announced yesterday that SpaceX would fly a literal Dogecoin into space to the moon next year, and the rocket or the, the ship that the fucking project is going to be called Doge One, All right? And this entire project, this entire mission will be funded by Dogecoin. So that means fucking SpaceX is accepting Dogecoin. This is fucking crazy, all right? That's a big fucking deal. Checkmate, if you may, okay? Elon, SpaceX will be the first person, company to put cryptocurrency on the moon. All right, big fucking deal. FYI, thousands, there are thousands of vendors now that accept Doge, all right? I am working on it for IF and Co. In fact, I am working on it for fucking uh, BBDTC. You might buy my next fucking merch or anything else with Dogecoin. Why not? Fuck it. Now, I had a really good time back in the RV. It's been a minute. This was our 19th trip in the RV, right? Put some miles in that bitch. And it's amazing. Right now, if it was just me and my wife, I couldn't fucking imagine how amazing it would be. Okay. But I, I couldn't imagine not having all my kids. It's just the way it is. But I, I've been thinking about getting a bigger rig, right? Now, there's three beds in my Thor Delano, right? Um, there's a queen. There's a almost full, and then there's a twin. And uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, like it's all good. But I've been thinking about really, I've been really thinking about upgrading, you know, getting a nicer grip, you know. But but damn, the fact that I can park this 
in my house. You know, I have to park it on the street or nothing, you know. The 24-foot Sprinter chassis is just perfect. And it, it's not like it's small. This motherfucker weighs 11,000 pounds. It's 11 feet tall. It's a big motherfucker. I just really, really wish that Starlink Wi-Fi shit was already out. Because when that shit's out, it's going to change the whole fucking dynamic of our trips. Be like, oh, fuck, the whole point of you going out is to camp and see the shut the fuck up. All right, motherfucker. Not for me. All right, we like to go out. We like to see shit. We like to watch movies. We like to be out and fucking be kind of, you know, detached, you know, and um, off the grid. But if we want to, we could, right? We like to have options. I love the diesel engine on the Sprinter. But I've been thinking about going to like a 32, 34 footer. Uh, Thor makes this model called the Omni that uh, the singer, R&B singer Usher got. He actually got it a day before I got mine. And that motherfucker is sick as fuck. It has an F550 diesel motor. This motherfucker could pull a fucking house. All right, this bitch is mean as a got bunk beds, sleeps eight adults. Motherfucker got his and her Jack and Jill bathroom, all that shit, Okay. Only problem is with a 34-footer, it could be a lot of drama. And it's going to be a lot more to park. You can't go to fucking McDonald's. I mean, look, that shit comes with, you know, with the bigger shit and everything. But look, what's crazy is that I could get every dollar, all my money back that I paid for my RV because the demand for them is so fucking high. If you try to get my RV right now, brand new, you have to wait till fucking 2022, right? But if I do get a bigger rig, and let's say I don't want to go to a class A, let's say I go to a class A, you know, class A is going to have way better TVs. I have like a 50, 60 inch flat screen, better bathrooms, nicer kitchen. Speaking of kitchen, we only got that Postmates on Friday night. Okay. So don't think we were sitting there fucking, you know, like on a real glamping level shit. But um, like, that was just Friday night. Friday during the day, you know, we in, in there chilling. You know, they got a big ass fridge in there. We just, we kicking it. Again, I'm not tripping. It's cozy. It's nice. It's not like, you know, the house I live in or nothing. But to be able to just go anywhere the fuck you want. I was sitting in bumper to bumper traffic for like 20, 30 minutes. I wasn't tripping at all. And my wife was like, you know what's crazy? Is it because there's a bathroom in here? You ain't got to worry about shit. I mean, it might be. It's like a security blanket. I'm like, all right, great. What am I missing? Nothing. I have fucking clothes. I got a shower. I got a fucking bed. I got everything that I could possibly need is right motherfucking there, okay? And especially if I need to take a shit, boom, right there. I need to chill, watch TV, watch a movie, pull over and figure shit out, right there, all right? So, yeah, we ordered Postmates on fucking Friday night. Big fucking deal, you know? I wanted some fucking Nobu sushi, and we did it, boom. Yes, by the way, you don't want to know how much fucking Nobu sushi for two people. Postmate called. That is some motherfucking... The cost of it was... A motherfucker. It was, uh, Jesus, I'm going to get into it. A small car payment, right? Anyways, Saturday morning, back to business. Nick made chocolate chip pancakes, as she does almost every fucking morning for the kids, right? I had eggs and sausage, and I had some rice, you know, for breakfast. Um, we drove down to the beach on Saturday. We parked, you know, right on the beach, right on the side right there camped in the RV for four hours. I put the stands on, the automatic levelers, you know, fucking planted that bitch. And then uh, we just sat and watched the kids, you know, for four hours playing the sand, drinking Pokari sweat, eating snacks, just chilling, just literally enjoying the fucking fresh air and just kicking it. They were in the fucking water for hours. The water, was listen, it was slightly sunny, okay, with an overcast. 
It was maybe like, might have been like 68 degrees, but it was all good. Water was freezing cold. Kids didn't give a shit. They were in there having a fucking blast, right? And by the way, Nicolette got the worst sunburn that I've personally seen on anyone in the last fucking 11 years. For the entire time that we've been together, which is what, uh, was it 11, almost 12 years, okay, that we've been together, the worst sunburn I've, I've seen, and I can't believe it happened to her, right, and it was like fucking crazy, right, she was in her, her bathing suit, and we're, we were just chilling, right, kids had fucking fun eating their chocolate chip, Nicolette baked chocolate chip cookies in the RV, came out and brought them out for them, fresh chocolate chip cookies, you know, they had their snacks, all this shit, little fucking cheese puffs and fucking goldfish and all that shit, this trip was absolutely crucial for their fucking mental health, all right? For London writer and Kaya and for London's friend, they didn't want to leave. In fact, yesterday when we was packing the rig up, you know, because, you know, you got to fucking take the black water, you got to take the sewage out, you got to fucking take the gray water, change that bitch, you got to take the fucking things off the plants, you know what I'm saying? Bring that bitch down, start packing all your shit, pack up the fucking table, pack up all the chairs and fucking... There's just a lot when you're starting to get ready to leave. You know what I'm saying? It'd take about 30, 40 minutes. These kids were crying. London literally kicked me in the leg. Talking about, I want to go back to school, whatever. I'm like, motherfucker, you're at home school. Right? But Kaya's like, mommy, I don't want to leave the beach. Daddy, I don't want to leave the beach. We don't want to stay. You know what I'm like? How the fuck you want, motherfucker? We're going to Disneyland tomorrow. Right? And I never let them fucking ditch school. But again, they need it. You know what I'm saying? That's the only time that Nicolette got was able to get fucking tickets. You know, shit takes. She was on that motherfucker for seven and a half hours or whatever the fuck long it was. I don't fucking know. But they're ditching school for a couple of days. So, yeah, I mean, cry, all of them were crying. And uh, what's fucked up is the boys, you know, I mean, you know, London's almost nine. Ryder's uh, about to be seven in two weeks. So, you know, they're, they're on their boy shit, right? They don't pay any attention to Kaya. Kaya's three. She's a grown-ass three, talking crazy, talking. Uh, she's so fucking sassy. But they don't pay her that much attention because she's a girl who's into very girly things. All her little hair bobos and the dancing and TikTok and everything, whatever. The boys don't give a fuck about TikTok. All they care about is Roblox and YouTube. All she cares about is TikTok and fucking dresses and being a princess. So it's tough for them to relate. And it's tough for her. Right? She has no friends. Okay? Like, not that long ago, just like a week ago, I heard Kaya say, oh, you know, I wish Lana could talk. That's our dog. She goes, I wish Lana could talk back to me. And when I heard her say that shit, because she plays with Lana all the time, that shit broke my fucking heart. Because, like, I mean, she has a couple friends, right? She has family and stuff. She has her brothers. But, I mean, at least she has that. Think about the kids who have no brothers or sisters. It's just she's not in school, so it's fucked up. And that is one thing that this pandemic has affected for sure. It's fucked with kids. That's why I really do believe like the kids should go back. My wife is a little bit, you know, iffy on it, whatever. I'm like, yo, man, and I know London's condition sucks, but Ryder and Kai gotta go back to fucking school. And we're having a fucking tough time. And that's for another fucking conversation. I told you guys, like, we're just Really, really in a tough space. So they needed this trip. London's hanging out with his best friend. It was a big deal. He had a big good time. That kid is, I can't even tell you how fucking tough this other kid is, London's best friend, and what he has to go through. But um, we got back yesterday afternoon, and uh, I surprised Nick with some really big, like a big, huge flower arrangement and uh, something else, which uh, I'm not going to mention. And uh, she was high-key shocked, right? Because I don't really do flowers and gifts on Mother's Day. You know, I think in 
we've done what 11 mother's days together and i think oh i'm sorry no shit because london's fucking uh, day so we've done eight maybe not you know yeah she was pregnant then so we've done eight or nine mother's days together and uh i've gone to flowers maybe two or three times right maybe whatever but she gets spoiled all year round so i don't want to hear anybody saying oh man's fucked up man stop it okay <laughs> but uh honestly yo I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to like all this weird shit, like things are going up in price, like lumber and metal and shit, right? The pl price of metal has skyrocketed by a lot and the price of lumber has gone up a lot and uh, restaurants are out there adding an extra five or 10% for COVID tax and, and I see a lot of people that are pissed about it and, and I get it, right? Most of you guys are pissed, but like how could I be pissed, right? I got it. I'm just like, fucking, and they need help. So with that said anyways, Supposedly there's a flower shortage or some shit. I don't know. I think that's cap. But I got my wife a flower arrangement that I know would cost maybe 375, 400 bucks. Like at most 500 fucking dollars. And I told the lady, I was like, look, man, I need to get this shit done. I told you before, blah, blah, whatever. Can we get it done now? And she's rushing to get it done. She saw me. She's like, okay, yeah, I got you, uh, Mr. Baller. And I'm like, why, bitch? Like, no, Yang. I really do be on some regular shit when I'm out. Anyways, she's. I was like, how much? And I had like cash. So I was about to give her cash. And I used to carry a pocket, like fucking big fat stack. I don't carry fat stacks of cash anymore. It's literally just useless, right? For me to say that is insane. Anyways, I'm like, how much? And she says $9.50. $9.50 sound more realistic than $950. Like, man, I almost put them flowers back. I was like, man, you need to put them flowers back. And like, I was on FaceTime with fucking uh, Lil Yachty. He's asking me all kinds of random questions about fucking uh, Ferraris and shit. And I was like, bro, I need to hit you back. Hold on, wait a second, hold on. I knew I couldn't go back empty-handed. And and Nick's cool. Like, I could have went in there with fucking Trader Joe's fucking flower arrangement, right? She ain't tripping. But just look, what I'm saying is some people are milking it, right? And at the same time, some people really do need that extra money, right? And like I said, fuck it. While I got it, Okay, and I know how to manage my paper. I'm gonna do whatever I can, right? Like I said, I did mention that I do want to set up some sort of scholarship, and I want to take care of. Now, again, this is just me. There ain't no fucking thing, whatever. And I'm just like, it's. I take care of a lot of people, but I want to find some random ass kid who, um, it does well in school, comes from nothing. And uh, I want to pay for his college, you know? Now, the motherfucker want to decide to go to college for six, seven years and fuck him. I'm talking about, like, fucking off shit. I ain't talking about professional, like, being a doctor or whatever. I'm talking about undergraduate, all right? So that's something that, that's a goal of mine for either the end of this year or next year. I don't know. To end this bit, anytime I do go out recently now, because of obviously we've been gone out in a long time, anytime I've gone out to eat with my family, with my friends, solo, whatever, in New York City, I have left a 30, 35% tip at least. A couple motherfuckers got a 50% tip just because I could just tell, man, some of these people just busting their ass and I want to take care of them. Um, by the way, I had this hater hit me up yesterday thinking like, oh yeah, what, what's Doge doing for you now, huh, clown? Huh, you pumping, dumping? And I was like, what the fuck? Like he was so outraged by my promotion of Dogecoin that he didn't even realize that it wasn't even about Doge. It was a straight up personal attack. And the funny thing, motherfucker, you don't even know me. You fucking weirdo. 
And people, oh, some people could go back, be like, oh, well, you don't know Miley Cyrus. Yes, I do, bitch. I do want Miley Cyrus. I've had enough interaction with her and know what I can say, whatever, right? I don't hate anybody, really. So, you know, especially someone I never met before, just like, you know, I know I hated fucking Johnny on Karate Kid, right? But I never met the dude. You know, you, you're like, oh, it made me feel a certain way. Like, I'm not going to go in real life and be like, yo, fuck you, Johnny. You know what I'm saying? Fuck you. Like, you fucked Danielson up. You jumped him on his butt. Like, come on, bro. In the real world, people don't even realize that they personally hate somebody they don't know and they just make up shit, okay? The dude couldn't accept the fact that it was a personal attack to me at this point, right? Not even about Doge. And all I could say is like, bro, if you didn't get in early on Doge, right, and you don't make enough money in real life, then just say that, okay? But this dude was reading my tweets and whatever, and then that name I fucking recognize, like fucking uh, EL2000 fucking, you know, question mark, some shit, bullshit, whatever. And I guess I said something about Hawaii or something. And he goes, you stupid motherfucker. I said something about Hawaii. I was like, yeah, motherfucker. Hawaii is in the, you know, it is in America, right? It's one of the 50 states or something. And the dude literally, he used all 400 characters. I don't know how long, how many characters you could use now on Twitter. I forgot what it is. But he spent three full tweets maximum in a thread talking about how stupid I was and how much of a dunk fuck I was because Hawaii actually isn't a state. And there isn't, 50 states, there's 47, he just said some crazy asinine shit, okay, you know when you hate someone, like, I hate Donald Trump, okay, whatever, but if Donald Trump said two plus three equals four, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, you dumb motherfucker, no, it doesn't, three plus one equals four, like, bro, what, you're just trying to find anything at that point, you know when couples argue and shit, and they're just in a fucking fight with each other, and women start tripping, and then you move the remote control six inches like why'd you remove the remote and then now it's a fight like that type of stupid shit okay that's how petty and how dumb this fucking dude was okay that's when you know that that person has to get their ass kicked in real life okay baby powder is not gonna do it all right the only solution at that point is violence like that motherfucker need to get socked in the mouth um <laughs> Shit, man. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Anyways, yo, thank you guys for buying my Matsui card, uh, aka my Godzilla card. I don't even know what the fucking print run was. Uh, I don't care. But uh, remember, I'm giving away a $3,300 diamond gold Ethereum chain this Friday on my Instagram Live. Okay, so tune in and make sure you submit your entry. If you cop one of my Matsui Godzilla cards, okay, make sure you submit your email to card at gmail.com. I am not accepting submissions after later than today. I'm giving it, usually I stop it once the card stops, but I'll give you guys until later tonight. All right, this is real time, Monday, right? What is it, fucking May 9th? By the way, shit. I'm sorry, May 10th. It's my brother's birthday today. My older brother. Yo, happy birthday, David Yang. I hope you're having a fucking great day. Uh, holy shit, 56. Damn, Dave. You're getting fucking old, man. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Anyways, back to this Godzilla card. Um, this Ethereum chain is fucking lit. I ain't gonna lie to you. This shit is dope. And if you live somewhere else in the country, guess what? Go fucking get it shortened. All right? 
fucking chain is lit. My giveaways are actually getting crazy. So look, I'm going to have to, just, like if I have a big fucking card, I'm going to have to go really just super insane. Now, you know what else drops on Friday? My black truffle hot sauce drops this Friday. Yes, the gold bottle edition of Truff, aka the best tasting hot sauce in the world. Yes, it's not cheap, but it is fucking incredible. All right. Truff has never collaborated with another person ever. They have put out their OG sauce, then they put out the white truffle sauce, and then they've put out their red hot sauce. Okay, the spice, listen, I am the first one to collaborate with them. The bottle is fucking gorgeous. The packaging is incredible. It drops this Friday afternoon only on the network app. Okay, I have no promo bottles left. Anyone that's a homie here and there trying to hit me up, I got nothing. You got to go and cop it. I'm going to have to buy 20 bottles because I thought I had a fucking, you know, a year supply or whatever. But my family came by this week and they thought that shit was sweet and they took all the bottles and just whatever. And it's, what I'm going to do, get fucking mad. Motherfuckers and open this shit and use it. They ain't looking at it and using it as paperweights. Okay. Uh, FYI, for those who are asking, this is actually a little spicier than the OG truff sauce. Okay. Also, my gold barbecue grill with Kingsford is dropping very soon. I should be leaking some pics this weekend as well. Okay. Now, on this most recent RV trip, um, I made a decision. Okay. I decided to walk to a store um, away from the park. It's about a mile. There's a store at the park. You know, there's a little gym. I want to like, I just want some more shit. You know, I'm like, I'm into, you know, I think I've told people I've been obsessed with liquor stores, going up candy, all kinds of things. I couldn't decide what the fuck I wanted. And on that trip, I was walking, boom. I forgot that I had some fucking swim trunks on and I forgot my wallet. I had my phone, but they didn't accept fucking uh, Apple Pay on the fucking thing. It was a small little convenience store. Um, not a convenience, it was like a little drug store, a little liquor store, right? Walked the fucking mile, came back. I was so fucking hot. I was so pissed off. At that moment, walking up the fucking hill to the RV park, I had decided I just cannot go to Cabo looking the way I do. Feeling the way I do, I made a conscious decision right there at that point. Like I was having a hard time earlier in the week, like just even tying my shoes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I am an absolute disgusting fat body. All right, no joke. My chest right now looks like a wet blanket. Okay, so I am, I've had enough. I'm going on a fucking legit diet. No kizzy, all right? I'm not fucking around. I need to drop 20 pounds by June 27th, okay? And I'm very confident that I can do it. Now, of course, in my elite days of being an athlete and even fucking, you know, 11 years ago when I was 170 pounds and I was fucking still working out and everything else and just, you know, I was on my grizzly during that recession. You know, I, I would drop weight like it was nothing. I mean, I lost 53 pounds in 88 days. So I'm walking up the hill and I'm just like, I can't do this shit. I feel like I'm out of breath. I can't fuck this. Like, how the fuck am I going to go to Cabo San Lucas, be on a fucking six-star resort and be in some Miri, you know, I got some Miri swim trunks that are brand new and take pictures with my family and have that ajushi belly? Like, nah, I can't do it. That ain't it, okay? I've already lost three pounds, but... uh. I just really need to be on my gangster shit, you know, and I'm getting focused. You know, I got the fucking CLA, the green tea extract, L-carnitine. I'm really, really super limiting my carbs to like 50, 60 grams for the first like three or four weeks. After that, 
it's about to get loopy head time. You know what I mean? Like I'm really on my gangster shit. Um, and obviously gonna get on the fucking uh what the fuck is a bike called, Jordan? The fuck is the, the Peloton? Or oh, what the fuck is it? Is it the Peloton? Fuck you. I need to get my cardio on. Look, I'm getting focused. Okay. But you know who else needs to get fucking focused? My mother fucking Lake Show. The Lakers need to get focused than a motherfucker. And it's like, man, shit. Anthony Davis looked like the real AD yesterday. Okay. We finally beat not just any team, but we actually beat a very good Suns team. They're the second best team in the West. And although I am disgusted that we got to do this fucking stupid ass playoff dance with Golden State. Look, the reason why I'm tripping is because it seems right now like Steph Curry has a lot to prove. And people are like, oh, no, he doesn't. Actually, he does, bro. You know, can he fucking do it? I don't think he can, whatever. But it's like I need LeBron to figure shit out. Like, bro, are you going to sit out? Right? Because you're injured and you know you so you don't want to tell anybody or like, you know, what's up? You spend a million dollars in your body. Okay, that's cool if you're out, bro. Let me know. Or then, you know, you come back 2022 with that mushroom power up, right? Okay. Or, or you suck it the fuck up and you make this the sickest comeback championship run the fucking NBA has ever seen. The fans have ever seen. Okay, you know, fuck this. I'm documenting this right now. Fuck it. May 10th, 2020, Ben Baller. You know what I'm going to fucking do? If we get the fucking chip this year, okay, LeBron comes back and we win it again back to back, I will get a fucking LeBron tattoo somewhere on my fucking body, right? You know I don't tattoo my legs like that, none of whatever. I mean, somewhere where people can see this shit somehow, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to get a fucking LeBron tattoo if we win the championship. You fucking hear it, heard it here first, okay? I just thought of this right now off the fucking hum. Jordan didn't know about it. My wife, Miles, didn't know about it. I'm just fucking telling you guys, the BTB Army, first. Now, can we win the championship? Sure. Will we? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know, but look, I'm about to get very locked in to this NBA playoffs, all right? Yes, this is a business show. I understand that. And it's a part-time lifestyle show. But I will talk about fucking butterflies and fucking Ritz crackers if I feel like it, okay? So mark my words. Getting a fucking LeBron tattoo if we go back to back. That's a big fucking deal. But yo, guys, look. The fuck? Oh my God, look what time it is. We got to get fucking ready to get the fuck out of here. That is all the time we have. Your boy is on his way to Disneyland for a few days with the Yang Gang. All right. As you guys know, Disneyland is only accepting 25% capacity in both their parks. Okay. And only California residents are being allowed to buy tickets to Disneyland. So these are the only days we can fucking go, so we're going. So I already hear my wife talking shit upstairs. Listen, thank God. Yo, um, I'm about to be real domestic for a little bit, and that's all cool, right? Y'all motherfuckers don't get it. Look, I don't care about the Senna, the Porsche 918, and the Ferrari SF90, and all the other bullshit, and the Patek watches, everything. Look, man, I still rock them Kirkland white tees. I'm a regular motherfucker. I try as hard as I can be, but look, that's all the time we have. 
All right. I was going to go into this fucking uh, Bill and uh, Melinda Gates divorce. But uh, but by the way, fuck Bill Gates. Right. All the way. Everything about dude. Fuck Bill Gates. Right. I was actually only interested in that fucking stupid ass divorce now is because they're saying it involved Jeffrey Epstein. And that's why Melinda made up her decision or whatever. OK. And I was obsessed with that fucking scumbag piece of shit. Right. Jeffrey Epstein. And I wish he got the Wonder Bread bag treatment. I really want to know what the fuck Ghislaine Maxwell knows. I wish that bitch would talk about it. But look, again, that's it. That's it for the weekend wrap. I love you guys. I, for real, I really do. Okay? Keep listening. Keep us in the top 10. This is a worldwide show, y'all. Okay? Thank you, BTB Army. Thank you, Dogecoin Army. Yo, y'all, I'm out. Peace. Yo, yo, man, right about now, I got to give a shout out to at DBPicksWin. If you didn't know, the Dust Brothers have been on a roll with their NBA picks. Like I've been telling you, it is some shit that no other sports handicap better has even done. Okay, we've got something big rolling out for football season. So get in on the ground floor now. DM and follow at DBPicksWin on Instagram to join our community of winners, right? You can buy individual picks or sign up for the one-time initiation fee that gets you every pick every night, even the playoffs, right? The Dust Brothers podcast by day, and then they pick winners by night. I'm not fucking around. These guys go 6-0 and on a regular basis in a day. It's nuts. They went 6-0. and They went 7-0. and The next night, they don't fuck around. They're really crushing it. Follow at DB Picks Win.